It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is November 17th, 2020. My name is Phil Boss. I'm the expert here over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, the Magic acquire a player or sign a player or I don't know how, I don't know how we describe it, but they did some movings and some shakings. Maybe not so much shakings, maybe not so much movings, but they did a thing. On Monday, we'll talk about Chuma Okiki, of course. And Jeff Weltman addresses the media ahead of the NBA draft. His philosophy on how the Magic need to continue improving and looking to get better. Probably not the drastic change that some fans are hoping for. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. Before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're searching for Locked On and the team you're looking for. No matter what team you're looking for, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On Podcast for you. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. The Orlando Magic are set to have two first-round picks coming to their team when training camp opens in December. There's, of course, the 15th overall pick, which we've spent a lot of time talking about. But there is a secret pick that the Magic have that will be entering and joining the team this year. And that would be Chuma Okiki. Remember him? The 16th overall pick of the 2019 draft, the Orlando Magic decided to defer his rookie year, uh, coming off the torn ACL that he suffered in March of 2019. Long time ago. Um, But coming off the torn ACL that he suffered, the Magic drafted him, perhaps an overdraft, perhaps not, uh, with the 16th overall pick and opted to kind of give him a gap year. They had him sign with the Lakeland Magic so he could continue his rehab under their watchful eye, kind of circumventing some of the rules, but not really circumventing the rules. And he would join the team before the 2021 season. Of course, back when they did that, he and they probably assumed he would get a summer league. He would get some opportunities to play a little bit before his first training camp began. And that training camp would begin in October, not in December. The world has changed a lot, indeed. 
But the Orlando Magic made it official. Their 2019 first-round pick, Chuma Okiki, has signed with the Orlando Magic, signing his rookie contract, which is a four-year deal with team options on the final two years. And to say the least, the Magic have been very, very excited about him joining the team for a long time. Anytime you get the Magic to talk about this kid, they are beaming. Um, Jeff Waltman uh, was asked before the Magic signed him about Okiki a little bit and about the Magic's health status entering training camp. And Waltman said, Okiki's been a, been a robot. He has been a machine attacking his rehab and getting ready to play. Um, by the last report that I saw, he was playing some three-on-three and shooting some jumpers. When the G League went on hiatus, it was not likely that he was going to play this year. But he was certainly on on track to return to the court. And again, he tore his ACL in March, so about a full year before he was really playing basketball again. That should give you a little bit of a thought about where Jonathan Isaac might be in his timeline from the similar torn ACL that, that he had. Chumo Kiki is a big get uh, for the Orlando Magic. Um, I, I don't think fans quite understand that the Magic are really bringing in two first-round picks. And, and Okiki uh, very well might be a, a, a top-10-level pick in, in, in this draft class, in this rookie class. Um, he had a very strong run with Auburn in 2019, um, averaging—let me pull it up here— averaging 12 points per game and 6.8 rebounds per game while shooting 38.7% from beyond the arc. Of course, he upped that— uh, in the NCAA tournament, and especially in that game where he tore his ACL against North Carolina in the Sweet 16, he scored 20 points and grabbed 11 rebounds in 25 minutes. This is a guy who's a versatile, you know, six foot eight defender, very good, very smart player, um, able to get out in transition, finish above the rim, able to hit from the outside. I wouldn't call him like a knockdown three point shooter. He's not a three point shooting specialist, but he can hit from the outside, and we'll see if he can extend out to the NBA line. Uh, and someone who can create a little bit off the dribble, although I don't think that's where the Magic will rely on him early on in his career. Essentially, Okiki is a very good, you know, fill-in small forward, uh, and someone who sh- you know should be able to contribute a little bit uh, right away. I think the Magic do expect him to be to to be in the rotation and and, and to find a place uh, with this group and with this team to help this team this season, um, even coming off the torn ACL. And obviously, the Magic are going to be watching him carefully, and it's. Not you know he he may be limited at the beginning of training camp and and certainly he's going to get the whirlwind of a, a new of the NBA right off the bat, but this is this is a big big deal. Um, you know again this was expected nothing nothing out of the ordinary, but Okiki is a big addition to the team that they've already got in their back pocket. Um, yes, it's a rookie, and rookies don't know anything, and that, you know, that's there's going to be some growing pains and some rookie struggles, as there always are with rookies. But Okiki, you know, again, everyone seems to really like him. They really like his approach. They really like how he attacked his rehab. Um, and, the, and they obviously drafted him, so they really like him as a player, too. Um, Okiki, I, I think, does have the makeup to make a— pr- not, obviously, I don't think he'll be a superstar right off the bat— I don't even know if he'll be an all-star to begin with. I think he'll be a very solid role player and a 3 and D type player uh, in the long run at minimum. But Okiki is someone that the Magic are very, very excited to bring in. And, you know, if you're talking about the Magic trading up to get a top 10 pick, the Magic already have one. The Magic already have a guy who's a top 10 caliber player coming into the team. And that is a huge, huge deal. That is a big deal. Because, again, the Magic have to increase their talent pool. They have to increase their talent level and... This is an obvious way for them to do it. 
So the Orlando Magic made it official on Monday, signing Chuma Okiki. But of course, the big thing looming in the background is the NBA draft. That is not going away. And of course, the offseason following shortly after it. It was a busy, 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 busy Monday in the NBA with Chris Paul getting traded to the Phoenix Suns, Drew Holiday getting traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, and Bogdan Bogdanovich also getting traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, it is just the start, and, and, and I imagine the Magic are involved in a couple of those conversations, um, especially looking ahead to the draft on Wednesday. So let's talk about what Jeff Weltman wants to do. He spoke to the media on Monday, and we'll hear from him here in just a moment. But first, the NBA draft is finally here. It is Wednesday, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on November 17th. And the Lockdown Podcast Network will have live draft coverage this year on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at Locked On Live. It'll be the only place you can find Chad Ford, the GOAT of draft analysis, on the night of the draft. Join Chad, Brad Rowland of Locked On Hawks, and David Locke for the most in-depth coverage of the NBA draft featuring analysis from Jeremy Wu of Sports Illustrated. Follow Locked On Live on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, and get alerts as soon as they go live. It's about this time, or, or maybe this is a little early, but uh, it's about this time to break through the wall of the day. Uh, obviously, we all have a long day ahead of us. We all have a lot of work to do, and especially when it comes to draft night, it's going to be a long, long night. The Magic probably won't pick until, what, 9, 9.15, 9.30, somewhere in there. Um, they they won't pick until then, and, and then it'll be a long night of analysis and breaking things down. I'll be up late, and the way I'm going to break through my wall and get to through the end of that night is with Built Go. Built Go is... Uh, the perfect energy gel to get you through your day. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. They come in easy-to-take, one-and-a-half-ounce packages. You can put them anywhere, your pocket, your briefcase, your golf bag, wherever. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen proteins, which are fast-absorbing, so they get into your system fast, and they're easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite your work, like beta-alanine, B3 honey, and a kick of caffeine. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'd rather not make a trade, but, but obviously, we need to get better. So we pursue trades and, and, and we see what's available. 
but we won't kind of, uh, I know one GM who's fond of the expression, uh, you know, just shuffle the chairs at the end of the deck, and we, we don't do stuff like that. That was Orlando Magic President of Basketball Operations, Jeff Weltman, discussing the Magic's offseason with the media on Monday during a teleconference before the NBA draft. And really, in that statement is kind of the crux of what the Magic's offseason is going to be. Jeff Oldman's been in charge now for three years. Uh, three seasons, the Magic have made the playoffs in two of them, and there hasn't been a lot of major change to the roster. The, the Jeff Weltman players, the players that Jeff Weltman acquired, are Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba, Alfrukuminu, Chuma Okiki, Michael Carter Williams. You know, cup, cup, there's there's a couple of players there, but the majority of the players on this Magic roster are holdovers from the previous regime. In fact, Weltman's biggest free agent moves have been to essentially double down on players that were with the team beforehand. For better and for worse, and it's both, Weltman has valued continuity, has treasured continuity as a means of development and as a means to help this team build the foundation. Again, the biggest move that Jeff Weltman has made to this point have all been behind the scenes. They've all been infrastructure inside the Amway Center and hiring coach Steve Clifford, which has completely changed this magic organization uh, on the court. And after 33 and 40 season, where the Magic again finished eighth and didn't really advance upon their playoff run in 2019, there is a bit of restlessness among the fan base to get something done, to see real change, to see this team move forward, to flip over past the Hennigan era, and yes, move on from some of the key players that Hennigan drafted. Remember, Aaron Gordon was in the draft that essentially Hennigan tanked two years for. Nikola Vucevic and Evan Fournier have essentially been with Magic since the Rob Hennigan era began. Vucevic, certainly Fournier a year later. There is a desire to turn the page, and frankly, what Weltman said and what Weltman believes is, again, put in that statement that I put at the top of this segment. The Magic have to get better. They can't leave any stone unturned. They can't leave any trade uh, discussion without at least thinking and talking about it and thinking through it deeply. But the magic have to get better. That's the overarching goal and as nebulous and as obvious as it is. Doing that is still going to be tricky and still going to be difficult. It is still a major task that this team has to do and a task that the Magic don't have a lot of assets and 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 players to 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 move to make it happen or, or 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 ability to make it happen. The Magic, as Weltman said, there are not going to make a trade just to make a trade. The Magic still value competing and playing for a playoff spot, and in that sense, continuity still matters. While certainly the Magic did not use continuity last year to help themselves zoom out of the bottom of the Eastern Conference playoff standings, it's hard not to say that continuity didn't help them kind of keep the boat steady through all the injuries they faced and through the adversity that they had throughout the season to get back to the same spot. No, the Magic are so confident in who they are, but also understand they need to do more. 
It's not. It's not tempting to make a trade. It's hard to make a trade, and and um, especially if you like your team. And and I really feel we've talked about this before, but um, you know, look, we we were playing really well. Like we were a team that I think guys didn't want to play against. You know, in the first part of the bubble before we, um, you know, went through that rash of injuries. And so you know, we like our group, but obviously it's our job to make our team better. And um, so we always, we always have to engage and, and understand the value of our players and understand um, where we think we can get better and, and, and work that into the context of the draft and, and, and our cap situation and all that. But uh, uh, it's, not, it's not tempting to make a trade just for trade's sake. That has always been the approach for Jeff Waltman and his crew. But you can also kind of sense perhaps complacency, perhaps a little too much uh, continuity or, or focus on continuity. Weltman, it does seem like, is a little reticent for change, or, or at least the way he's portraying things is a, an understanding that, yes, change is necessary, that, that the Magic do have to make deals. They can't just run back the same crew and expect different results, and Chumo Kiki and their draft pick are not likely to move the needle, especially with Jonathan Isaac uh, not playing or not available to play because of the injury. They, while there is that reticence to change, they do know it has to happen. They do know that in order to get where they want to go, they do have to get better, whether internally or externally, and hopefully both. The Magic will still value continuity. The Magic have made it fairly clear that they believe that playing meaningful basketball, playing meaningful games is the best way to develop their young players. That's not going to change. Orlando is, frankly, too talented to consider tanking as a strategy. And that's just not in Jeff Waltman's vocabulary. That's not something that he believes in. And again, no matter what you feel about it, that's just the reality. The Magic are not going to do that, at least not intentionally and not before the season begins. What they will do, as Jeff Waltman pointed out in Monday's teleconference, is have an eye both on the short-term and the long-term. The Magic are indeed trying to have their cake and eat it too. They want continuity. They they don't want to do wholesale changes to maintain the team's playoff spot and the integrity of their playoff spot. But they also know that they have to start cleaning up their books a little bit, especially in preparation for Jonathan Isaac and Marco Fultz's new contracts either before the season begins or next summer. And to put themselves back in a position to make a play in free agency when the time is right. So much of what the Magic are building, so much of the reason why being in the playoffs consistently matters is the perception it creates around the league of your team being a place that people can win, that players can win. And for a team like the Magic, in a small market especially, it's about putting yourself in a position not to go get a free agent. Because, again, maybe, maybe Orlando can attract free agent top-level top free agents again. But to put yourself in a position to acquire a star player or a, dis, or a, a disgruntled player with whatever you have on your team. The fact that the Magic were, at one point, 3-1 to one favorites to land Russell Westbrook, according to one sports book, is a suggestion that the Magic do have the resources to go get those kinds of players. Whether Russell Westbrook is the right guy or not is, frankly, for only Jeff Weltman to decide. We've made our opinion here well-known. So the Magic are focused 
in their acquisitions on the long term. Jeff Altman said that the draft and the way the Magic approach the draft does not change because they are a play they are a playoff team or they've been to the playoffs a few times. They are still going to focus on getting the kinds of players that they like, the kind of people they like, uh, and adding the adding the adding the most talent they can to the roster through the draft. They're not going to suddenly shift to only drafting on need because they've made the playoffs a few times. So if you have your heart set on a shooter, well, he's got to do a little bit more than that. He's got to check off a few more boxes. But the Magic are still trying to build a perception around the league of who they are and what they are about. And the playoff journeys the last two years, they've helped a little bit. But I can tell you this. I can tell you this, that um, I think that over over the last couple of years, our organization is is viewed in a good light, you know, and and I can say that we're we're having even even albeit even some some um, um, lower priced free agents, um, you know, we're getting um, the idea that um, we we think we'll be able to because of because of you know the buzz around agents wanting us to draft their players and et cetera. That we feel that you know um, that our coaches or guys that they want to play for, that our organization is a place where they want to be, and so I would say that um, we're hopefully, hopefully, and I say this, you know, uh, that we've got to keep working and getting better every day, um, you know, becoming a place where where players want to be, uh, but it will not affect the way that we look at the draft. You know, the way that we look at the draft is. You know, we need to get talented guys with um, skill and toughness and IQ who will help us get better. And and um, if we have to wait on that, so be it. You know, that's that's you know the draft. As I always say, you know, the draft kind of like tells you, you know, you have to listen to what the draft is giving you a little bit. And it always comes back to the draft. Wednesday's draft is the first big opportunity for the Magic to add someone new to the roster. Now, certainly they can make a deal beforehand. But it does appear that the Magic are focused on the draft as a means to add new players to the roster, to add the quality, young, cheap players that this team needs to propel itself forward. Indeed, despite these, this, the seeming desire to have some continuity, to keep things relatively the same, despite this desire, even Jeff Waltman knows change is necessary. It's not going to all come at once. It's not going to be a massive rebuild project this summer. The Magic will likely trade one or two pieces away, add a couple new players, as they do every summer, every offseason. But indeed, it does mean that it's time to start turning the page. It's time to start looking ahead, to start building for the future that this team wants to have. Indeed, the Magic have built a foundation, and that's not something to forsake. Orlando is going to try and have its cake and eat it too. They want to compete for a playoff spot. But they also want to build for their future. And those two things can coexist. But there is a point where one devours the other. For instance, in 2019, certainly, the Magic's desire to make the playoffs beat out their desire to allow Mo Bamba to play. <laughs> His injury probably forced it, made a decision that they were pretty close to making anyway. The Magic are obviously still building for a future. They're not satisfied with being a 7 or 8 seed. They want to be more. And figuring out how to do that is still the big question. Still the big driving force moving this team forward. It's an answer that 
is not readily apparent. Is an answer that still has to come. The Magic certainly still have a lot of work to do. No one is denying that. No one is hiding from it. And it starts this week. It starts Wednesday with the draft. It starts with what the Magic do from here until the beginning of training camp. It's a pick that the Magic probably have to get right. But one thing is certainly clear. Even if the Magic try to keep things relatively the same, they need to get better. They need to find a way to keep improving this team and keep improving its outlook. And frankly, that's going to require change. That is going to require turning the page and moving forward. That is going to require a major move involving a starter, if not multiple starters, over the next few years. The Magic have to push forward. And that time has certainly come. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in him like Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast. Enable listening advice. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Don't forget to check out the Locked On NBA Draft Show on Locked On Live. You can find that on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Just search for Locked On Live. Set that alert now for Wednesday's show featuring David Locke, Brad Rowland, Chad Ford, and Jeremy Wu of Sports Illustrated. Definitely check that show out. Should be a good time, a good second screen to go along with your draft watching as everyone will be watching the draft unfold in real time. It is is something that Weltman said is, is one of the few times that executives around the league are just like the fans. They get their information in real time just like we do. So it should be a fun, fun night. Draft night's always exciting this this year. Will be no different. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Magic. We'll, of course, have a complete recap of the Magic's draft pick on Thursday's episode of Locked on Magic. So definitely subscribe now and have that in your inbox. I'll have that to you by the time you wake up and go to work. So do not worry. Hopefully I'll have that up a little bit earlier, but we'll we'll, we'll see about that. My work schedule is kind of kind of weird on Wednesday night as well. But until then, until next time, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Prosper and Mike. We'll see you all again for another episode of Locked on Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.